Hi, I'm Liam Black, and I've recently published a book, The Social Entrepreneur's A to Z, which I hope is full of top tips, insights, wisdom, mea culpas, and, and help to anyone uh, out there that's wanting to make a change in the world um, through enterprise. Uh, one of the things we're doing to promote the book and to also unpack some of the themes of the book is to gather some friends around the table and talk about some of the issues that the book raises. And I'm delighted to, uh, I've got Asi Sharabi with me, to talk about I is for innovation. Um, Asi is the co-founder of a London-based company called Lost My Name, which is a full-stack publisher, a technology business that happens to make a physical book. And this book is a beautiful, beautifully illustrated, uh, personalised children's book, which I positively urge you to get. And we'll talk about that a little later on. Uh, before that, uh, before he set up uh, Lost My Name with three of his mates, uh, he was the managing director of Psychic Studios, which is a London-based social innovation hub. And so he's well qualified, I hope, uh, to have a conversation with me <laughs> about so um, innovation. Um, I, I say in the book, Assi, that uh, innovation these days has become a bit of a meaningless term in some ways. It's like sex and teenage boys. that <laughs> They all talk about it, but few are actually doing it. Well, maybe that was just my um, generation. So what I'd like to talk to you about is the nitty gritty of innovation. How do you take a good idea and turn it into something that people will buy, use uh, and want to buy and use again. So um, I think that people confuse creativity and invention with innovation, don't they? Innovation, something is only an innovation if someone buys it. So you could have a great idea all day about this fantastic book, but unless someone is, is buying it. So that journey from great idea, brilliant mm -hmm. invention to wow product that is being repeated and out there is, is the, the area I want to uh, I want to talk about. So what are your insights on how to take a great idea to successful innovation? Um, first, I, I will the first one to agree that innovation today is uh, is becoming completely meaningless. It's 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 overused and much abused term. Uh, I mean, you can spend your whole time in London going to workshops and innovation. Yeah, all day absolutely, long. All, day long. all day long, and do nothing. And that, that's that's part of the problem. That way too many people are talking about innovation, and very few, I guess, know how to do it. But it's not surprising because there's not real recipe for innovation. There are some uh, good ways that you can uh, go about try to figure out uh, whether there are some legs to what you're doing, and I think that it's it's uh, doing. Is is probably at, at at the heart of innovation because you you can sit all day long and and ideas really come cheap. I didn't understand this, uh, and you know people told me ideas come cheap um, for for a long time now, and I I, I never really uh, in, I guess internalized that or kind of uh, fully under, uh, uh, understood what what does it actually mean. But um, especially today when people are pitching at you like five ideas a day and and you should do that and you should do that and it's um, it's much uh, easier to 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 think and to put some stuff on post-it notes and to run some uh, innovation workshops and, and and creative workshops and I think it's actually the 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 the, the, the doing um, that that is the hard part and in these workshops they will also tell you focus 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 uh, but none of them are giving you any kind of idea of what you should really focus on so I think that for me, the, the 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 first rule is probably about 
stop talking, start doing. Start figuring out on the go, create tangible things that will help you to progress, that will, that will give you some idea, some evidence, some validation that, that you are on the right track. Um, and I think that some ways, and, and I'm sure that you referred Google Innovation Guru in, in, in that, um, I think he's calling it, uh, he's calling it pre-totyping. Pre-totyping, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 verify it's, as quickly as you can, as cheaply as you can, whether your idea is a go or not. Exactly, exactly. Um, in, in my time, uh, we call it MVP or the Minimum Viable Product. And it's this idea that uh, you should spend the least amount of money, the least amount of technology, if we're in the context of technology-related uh, innovation, to uh, create a hack or something that will that will bring to light that the, that will deliver on some core element, some core hypothesis that you're trying to uh, to validate now, and um, and you don't really need to spend you know months and months and creating something fully polished, only to realize that you are on the on the on the wrong track. Uh, do more with 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 let that's another cliche yeah, by yeah. the way but uh you know do something as quickly as possible i think it was it was reed hoffman actually the um founder, founder of, LinkedIn. Of, of linkedin who, who said that uh if you're not embarrassed by the way that your product looks you probably launched it too late um and i, and I think it's brilliant unfortunately too many people are taking it as a permission to launch really dame you know really lame products um and and that uh, you know, is is also part of uh, another cliche, which is the, the the fail fast thing. But in a way, in every cliche, there's a, there's a grain of truth, and I think it is it is just about moving people from strategizing, from from just being in the room and putting some post-it notes on the wall to actually go out, get your hands dirty, do something that will will give people some ideas of what this product can do. Uh, for them, and then start iterating on the go with uh, with your users uh, as 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 soon as you have something to show them. Uh, do you think that's relevant to? So it's clearly relevant in the tech space where you can, you know, you, with your book, you could produce one book. Mm, did they like that? No, they didn't change that a bit. Produce two books and so on. Do you think that's possible for people who are setting up enterprises to address homelessness or the, the much bigger social issues? Do you think that that? Fail fast, act quick, make something real. Um, Holds true as well. It, I'd say yes and no because with with my experience in social innovation, when you are trying to tackle some some wicked social problems, sometimes you know borrowing these uh, sexy ideas from from Silicon Valley aren't necessarily the right thing because solving homelessness, frankly, is so much more complex than uh, creating the new sexy music streaming tool, and and. And, and I think that you know, as soon as there are lots of stakeholders and there's some kind of policy involved, and 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 you're starting to have interface with other organizations, other people, and there's, it's 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 a different game. But I still like to think that in many contexts, you can still less than you think that you need to do and need to invest in order to get some evidence that you're on the right track. And I think that because a lot of social innovation now uh, is moving in the, in the kind of uh, uh, down the technology track, and a lot of the things that, you know, that we know about, whether it's, uh, you know, Buddy App or whether it's the uh, Big White Wall, technology is involved and, and, and innovation in that context still means creating a digital product, a digital platform that will uh, end up with users needing to interact with this. So 
you can still apply these these uh, these uh, principles. You can still apply this idea in pretty much every context that you do, even with a physical context like the book that we did. Um, you can still do it, and I think that uh, it, it works. The the idea is to do the least amount that you can do in order to get positive signals that you are on the right track and start you know releasing more funding and 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 more investment and more effort as you go along with the right. But, but and I think that's Maybe to conclude, the, the idea uh, with innovation and with uh, prototyping and with kind of fail fast is, is exactly about minimizing wastage because most innovations will fail. Uh, but we have to keep trying. So I think that it's, it's really about uh, trying these things to, in, in most cases, you will realize that this probably wasn't a good idea so you can just uh, uh, wrap it up very quickly without spending too much time too much money yeah no I, I agree I think that you know obviously um, trying to solve homelessness or bring water to you know uh, impoverished parts of the world is more complex and has much more angles to it than mm -hmm. you know creating a music streaming business I still think that that thing about you know don't live in thoughtland Absolutely. You know, and Thoughtland, you know, I quote Alberto Savoia in the book from Google, um, you know, and he says that what often happens with innovation of all sorts is we have a meeting. I say, hey, Assi, I've got this great idea. <laughs> and you can either go, that's a great idea, Liam, or no, that's a rubbish idea, Liam. We have a conversation. You have your opinion. I have my opinion. Should we bring someone else into Thoughtland to have? Yes, let's bring someone else mm -hmm. in. And before you know it, we have a table of people talking about it yeah. and it gets you the committee of innovation a committee of innovation <laughs> yeah uh, those, and you know his things about you know innovators beat ideas prototypes beat prototypes building beats talking yeah i think is Absolutely. really really relevant to Absolutely. to whatever stuff people are trying to do in the world Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I quote in the book, one of my catastrophic failures when I was in Liverpool was opening up a retail venture called Revive, where we, we wasted a lot of money, opening up this fabulous store with this concept of how we would reach out to customers. And I just so wish I had pre-typed it because we lost over half a million pounds and looked like idiots um, in the <laughs> doing it. And we so could have done it on a smaller scale yeah. in the existing shop, had that offer there. But no, we thought, no, no, no. We need to go for the whole bells and whistles thing. And in doing that, bought a lot of bells, bought a lot of whistles um, and uh, yeah. lost a lot of money in faith. I also, you have to quote Einstein in a book to make yourself look great. So of I, course. I, I've done this. And I talk about <laughs> the, the sort of the, I think often people think that um, I'm going to quote this great innovation and it's going to solve it. You know, I'm going to get this big bang moment. And it's never like that. And that sort of commitment to, incremental innovation inch by inch foot mm -hmm. by foot mm -hmm. and, and that quote of Einstein it's not that I'm so smart he quipped it's just that I stay with problems longer yeah it's um it it, it resonates you know it's it's uh, very similar to the other guy with the big hair Gladwell uh, who wrote, you know, his recent book was about the 10,000 hours. Right. You know, he said, like, you know, all of the, these big guys, the Bill Gates and the Steve Jobs and the tennis players, and, like, it's it's less about the what we uh, mythologize as, as genius, and it's more about uh, actually giving 10,000 uh, hours of your life, dedicating your life to something, you know, being obsessed with getting the best at, at, at what you do. And I think it's, you know, it's pretty much what Einstein uh, meant when he said, like, I'm just staying longer yeah. to, to, to obsess about this problem. And try to find and another great phrase. It. I don't know who said it. Um, uh, is that you know, in whatever endeavour you're in, practice, practice, practice until it becomes your practice. Yeah, 
I think is that's great. I think that could be yeah, applied never to heard so many that, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, Assi, imagine there's a young uh, would-be entrepreneur sitting in a bedroom in Preston or Cape Town or Tel Aviv. What would be your advice about how they should take forward their innovative ideas? I would say that the first thing, question yourself about your motivation. Is that really what you're absolutely passionate about? Or is it something that you think that will make you look cool or get you laid more? And if that's the wrong idea, then don't do it. Um, the second is probably uh, would be to think about your support network from early on. Um, very few people can actually do it on their own. Uh, and, 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 and some people can. Uh, I'm personally not one of them. Um, so I, my advice would be work with friends, work with, with the people that you trust and try to uh, collaborate on very, very early on and, and, and create that, uh, grow that kind of support network for yourself. And the third point is probably just never get satisfied with, with your work. Um, don't uh, fall into the trap of thinking that what you've done is perfect and, and um, just adopt this, this, uh, I, this idea that everything can always be improved and can always be done better and just keep iterating relentlessly um, until you're just getting really, really bored and only then go to the other thing. So, Asi, tell us more about the little boy who lost his name and the little girl who lost her name. Um, so our uh, book is about a little girl or a little boy who uh, woke up one morning uh, and they had a, a, a pretty nasty surprise. The name was gone. Um, so they uh, embark on this courageous journey uh, to go and try to find the name. Um, and at, from this point, every book is uh, unique um, and we like to say almost as, as wonderful as the child it is being uh, made for because the, the narrative is the narrative follows the letters of the name. Um, so Liam, for example, will meet uh, a very tamed lion uh, and a, an Inuit man who absolutely hates the cold and, a, uh, and an aardvark and finally a, a rather vain mermaid um, and these uh, uh, sounds the, like a Friday night out for me. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so on the way, they meet uh, lots of you know wonderful uh, characters and creatures. Um, and I think that they 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 it's it's pretty much all about this idea uh, that with being resourceful and wit and kind and everything will be better uh, and everything is possible. Um, so and they, every every character that I meet gives me a letter. So the exactly, lion gives exactly. me an L. The uh, Inuit man gives exactly. me an I. So every the character end of the will book. give you the first letter of their name. Yeah. Um, and uh, by the end of the book, obviously the child has uh, collected all the letters of the name, and they are uh, uh, kind of retracing the way back uh, home, jumping back into the bed because they are just a wonderful, courageous little boy or girl called. Liam or Assi or Mary or yeah. Susan. Okay, and can you do every name in the world? Well, at least every name of the fourteen thousand different names that we're giving to babies in the UK in the past five years, based on the UK census. Yes. <laughs> what a very detailed answer. Thank you very much, Assi. You've been listening to a podcast from the series "The Social Entrepreneurs A to Z," hosted by Liam Black and produced by Pioneers Post. To order your copy of the book. And for more information, visit pioneerspost.com or subscribe on iTunes.